Once again, my uh, like character development died in 2013 for Paul, so I'm the mm-hmm. same person forever. Just Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Honestly, I just think of you as the Strokes guy. Yeah, I still am. Arctic <laughs> Monkeys and Strokes and talking about how much you dislike life. Yeah, that still stands, yeah. <laughs> still sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to kill myself, but... but <laughs> Hey, my brothers have children, my parents are gone. Nothing hold me back. No. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean your parents are gone? They're alive, right? <laughs> I'm saying, when the day comes... <laughs> Your brothers have children. Why was that part of the equation? <laughs> if they have something they gotta live for. Oh, okay. Wait, you're you're you 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 suicide You never know. You never know. Oh my god, that's so much confidence. I don't wanna be around anymore. Yeah. Welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the only show that's number one with mumblers and PK fumblers. This is your host Adam with guests Paul and Adrian. Let's get big factin', let's get no cappin'. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. No, so I was talking to my mom this morning, and I was like, hey, can I borrow your car? And she was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. You're just going to the DMV, right? And then I was like, on to the DMV. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, too, and do the podcast. And it really was like a reaction of like a, ooh, a podcast. <laughs> this is just like uh, your sister's reaction. Yeah, yeah, people don't know that you can just make a podcast the same way you can make a YouTube channel. Like, it's, yeah. it'd be like, ooh, you're going to get on somebody's Instagram. Yeah, and she even like said it in the same way whenever she was talking to my dad in the morning. Like, Adam's going on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Dude, <laughs> I have a lot it. of good memories about your mom. I really like her. She reminds me of my mom, weirdly because she was sort of like a substitute or would do like nice things for our elementary school. I was hoping that we would talk about this because, yeah, we pretty much had the same mom because we only really became friends because of our proximity in the cafeteria whenever we would get dropped off first Mm. in like elementary and middle school. Yeah, me and Adam both had parents who had to drop us off early uh, in middle school, so we would get to school like an hour and a half before school started. Yeah. (laughs) And we would have to just sit in the cafeteria they made us put up the flag multiple times when they didn't want to yeah. do it because it was too cold out. So they would just go find just the, send yeah. the kids. <laughs> they would find the yeah. two students in the like middle school cafeteria who were there an hour early and make us go out and <laughs> yeah. raise the flag. Mrs. E. Yeah. And then she would make us turn on the computer oh, sometimes too. Not yeah. elementary school. Not elementary. You guys weren't no. friends in elementary school. In elementary no, school, I took the bus, so I got dropped off right on time. No, I thought you were at elementary school as well. No. Damn. We really need to do the intro if we're going to keep going. <laughs> Um, you can cut it up later. I can do the intro at the end. But yeah, shout out, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Miss Young. Uh, always had good memories of you. And I don't have a lot of good memories of adults from Lexington. I hate most of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my mom's goofy, but love her to death. Mm. Yeah, and then she's also your mom's also afraid of driving on the interstate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have that similarity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. to drive my mom anytime she wants to leave town. And some mm. soul sisters. No cap. Yeah, and just so I, like, nosedive the whole section, but I remember also, like, him or his brother took a shit in, like, one of the golf holes. Like, yeah. I thought you were about to thank Yardinal and we were going to unlock <laughs> <laughs> that mystery that mystery of who did shit in the Yardinal in middle school. Mm. Um, there was a time that... Okay, okay, let's get to the rhyme. Let's get to the rhyme. <laughs> okay. 
Can we penis just... stuck in a vacuum? Okay, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. No cap. I'll do a little uh, sneak peek of what's to come. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> hey, talking about sneaking a peek, remember that time in high school when I opened my door and you were peeing off my porch after you, do- <laughs> you rang the doorbell? I opened the door and you were pissing <laughs> off my I porch. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm not like I'm not denying it. That seems very in character, but that is my favorite response to hearing a story about you. Is like that sounds on brand. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I guess peeing in random places was Was pretty common. Not like my bit. It just felt very common. Amongst many people around me. Well, that's because you were on the soccer team and y'all had a thing with showing each other your dicks. Yeah. I do remember you saying that you used to like form if somebody need to pee during a game, you'd form yeah. a circle to allow them mm. to pee. In. Did you ever pee on somebody's leg while in the center of that circle at the bit? <laughs> Only if they ask. <laughs> it's a good luck like, tradition. Hey, to... Piss yeah. on their leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> hey, you're the youngest on the team. You get your sock pissed on by everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, shouts out for peeing on a Irmo soccer field during PKs. Nice. You know, nice. Everyone huddled around him and uh, was it right before he had to take his PK? I think so. Yeah. It, like, it was right know. before they had to take it so they would slip in a like wacky situation. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't even the championship. I think that was just a regular season game. Yeah. Oh yeah, for those that don't know, Adam Adam's main personality in high school was being good at soccer. Actually, not really. You didn't really, talk yeah. about it that much. Thank oh. you. And in my mind, I was like, please bring it up. I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and we did it. Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> I was just constantly tense waiting. I couldn't manage to care less about it. Yeah. Uh, your other main personality was, despite being a very awkward nerd, girls liking you because you were pretty in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still today. Yeah. yeah. He's all right today. I'll tip my hat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that one guy who's doing stand-up also yeah. Like, yeah, gave me a shout-out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless you, Evan. I'm sure he's a listener. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you want to introduce Adam anymore? Yeah. How else would we introduce Adam? He's a, He's been mentioned on the pod before. Yeah. Been mentioned Chemist on the pod extraordinaire. Before. Yeah. Chemical engineer extraordinaire. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Not he good. does he does not crystal catalyzation, but homogeneous catalyzation. Man, you, you fucked it up. <laughs> Heterogeneous. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, we're, okay. um, we're not at the plug section yet, but check out his Python package. Uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or don't. Do you That's ever do, do you ever use that at a conference? What? Check you it know, out. You check don't. out my, my Python. Way. You wrote a package for Python? You're that good at Python that you're releasing packages? So it's like in an active state of being rewritten because basically I learned how to write Python at the start of the PhD. So this entire time I've been developing this package, but a lot of the foundation is just like really shitty code. So now it's like, oh, I got to pass this on once I actually graduate. So okay. a lot of reworking of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless me. So Adam, Adam's the person who invented TensorFlow. Yep, exactly. Everyone, We're one of those podcasts. We have on like famous scientists and talk to them about that stuff. Yeah. Everyone in my group uses that except me. It's very isolating, you know? Really? Yeah. You're yeah, like machine mostly. learning isn't the future? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a purist. <laughs> Linear regression is it. <laughs> yeah. No cap. I don't know if you guys ever talked about it on this, but like Mr. Patterson, like in hindsight, real asshole, man. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, the anti the anti evolution science teacher. Yeah, <laughs> everything about him. Yeah, he was also really into Star Trek, though, right? Was he? 
I think that was the physical science guy, or who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm physical science. Fifth, yeah. Like, yeah, what, yeah, what's that class called? Phys sci or something? It was like literally, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, whenever we had uh, like extra time at the end of the that was Mr. Semester. Bennett, wasn't it? That's it, Mr. Yeah. Bennett. He's the one who doesn't believe in evolution, but is a science teacher. Mr. No. Bennett? No, that's Mr. Patterson. It was definitely Mr. Patterson. Oh, Mr. Like, I mean, I'm sure we had multiple. Yeah, Mr. Bennett's also that way then too. Yeah, I'm sure multiple teachers didn't believe in it. Mr. Patterson actually refused to teach it correctly. Like when you were in his class, he would talk about how he was being forced to oh, by the happen. curriculum and how you shouldn't believe what he's about to say, and then he would like sarcastically say what the textbook said. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember multiple no, classes yeah. of him like starting with like a framed photo of something either the cell yeah it was like how do you think we came from this and it's like wait a second <laughs> he, he, he literally did the like no a monkey ain't my grandpa thing but he did it with a cell so like, that's what cell. i was gonna say yeah because mr bennett notably told the class that he didn't think there's any way a mutation could be beneficial so that makes no sense what uh <laughs> have you watched uh the x-men maybe <laughs> and then uh, he thinks it's not beneficial to be able to shoot lasers out of my goddamn eyes <laughs> yeah. okay mr bennett I had a seventh grade teacher who taught me evolution really well because she really liked Gregor Mendel in a way that seemed quasi-sexual, but, like, she was really into him, and so she, like, taught us really well, like, the, you know, basic modern synthesis of uh, evolutionary biology. I had a lot of teachers who seemed to have, like, a real psychosexual connection to some weird part of the curriculum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other photo I Shout remember. Out she really was really big into colonization? <laughs> no, she was just really big into... Allowing students to flirt with her. I rem- yeah, I remember oh. Greg. Griffin I mean, that's different a then. lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got weird. I, I I remember the cool kids in the class would flirt with her a lot, and she didn't seem opposed to it. Mm. Were you in our class? No, I no. was in a different block, but I do remember that story of Jordan. Beatty. Yeah, I was about to say Jordan <laughs> Beatty. Like we were splitting up into. <laughs> Dude, we have to out so many names. <laughs> I think this one's fine. I think okay. Jordan Beatty would like put his stamp of approval <laughs> on this. Of like we were splitting up into groups and everyone that Jordan wanted to hang out with is in the back of the room. So he started moving there. But it was a case of like, just stay with the people who are in your area. And there was one guy, and maybe you'll have to blurt out this name. I don't think he's a, a regular listen. <laughs> like Eddie was his name. And he didn't really have any friends. Mm. And Miss Smoke was like, Jordan, don't go to the back. Work with Eddie. And Jordan was like, I don't want to work with Eddie. He doesn't have any friends in front of the entire <laughs> class, man. I know. He would do shit like that. Yeah. You're going to Georgia Tech now for um, fact, a yeah. fake science known as chemical engineering. Yeah, I mean, with their chemical engineering. Alert. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like really. What does getting a doctorate in engineering even mean? Engineering is such a like undergrad type thing to get a job you shouldn't be allowed to get a doctorate in engineering i agree that's ridiculous i'm not doing anything to help the world really i've noticed yeah thank you so heterogeneous catalysis yeah so it's like you put metals and mixtures of gases or liquids and you try and get the desired product and i do that with transients and uncertainties you wait you put what in gases and liquids so most of the time whenever people are like running these reactions it's like you run it at steady state and then you try to fit some kinetic model and with me it's like all right instead of running at steady state you look at how it progresses over time so that's Mm. the like transient aspect of it and with that you can fit like a much more complex kinetic model right don't 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 these don't these reactions happen like real quick though that's the thing man you get the mm. you get that transient you know you get that evolution you how get that millise- see, how are you gonna see something that happens that quick though yeah millisecond time resolution you know with what your eyes can't see that fast exactly you know that's what the undergrads do <laughs> so yeah that's what i've been doing for like five years 
it's kind of turned into something interesting, but not really interesting to anyone but me and probably my advisor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Those things, man. I don't know how B research is going with you. <laughs> is it like... Pretty slow. It just seems like only meaningful to you, or is it like... No, I mean, like, there are definitely, like, some pretty uh, applicable postdoc positions for me because the mm-hmm. B-world's big enough where there's definitely people who are interested in, like, the work that I do. Do you want to do a postdoc? You know, for the longest... So I went from, I definitely want to do a postdoc and keep going in academia to, I don't want to do academia anymore, yeah. and I would feel bad taking a postdoc position from someone who does to, mm-hmm. eh, fuck it, if I could travel and go somewhere cool, I'd do a postdoc. Yeah. I mean, the one benefit of possibly doing a postdoc is someone who's legitimately still sold on the idea of academia. Mm-hmm. You'll, like, force them out of it and, like, save them exactly. a lot of yeah, heartache. So, yeah. Yeah. A little two-for-one special. Yeah. So the two things that we're talking about for the article themes are homoeroticism in the soccer locker room. Yeah. And uh, just some general relationship drama. Do you, which one do you guys want to start talking off with? I'm fine with whatever. Because you guys both have new boobs. Let's yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm starting a relationship. I'm definitely yeah, not. Yeah, cult. new boo alert. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's progressed fairly far, like five six months. So mm. it's not necessarily new, but at the same time, still feels weird to talk about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So wait, we... what what relationship stuff are you willing to talk about on pod? Nah. Just, just to get through the theme. What like what? The article's about um a partner doing a trick on her boyfriend to teach him a lesson have you ever tricked your girlfriend to teach her a lesson have you had girlfriends between the last time i really spoke to you heavy like in college and now not really no so i was kind of like preoccupied with the phd stuff for a while that's how it goes and then right whenever i got free time the pandemic started so yeah r.i.p no cap So that was another thing about Adam is Adam has a lot of weird, uh, weird drunk ticks. I would yeah, say idiosyncrasies. Drunk yeah. idiosyncrasies. There's uh eating. Sorry, Miss Young, if you're listening. There's a eating Nutella with a. I, like I'm not gonna tell my mom the name of the podcast. She <laughs> will not listen. <laughs> I'm going to. But uh, my brother um, might end up listening because for the longest time I used his like Apple account, so anything I would listen to would automatically get recommended to him. Uh, so he is like, "Why is it constantly recommending new episodes of Big Facts No Cap? What is the show?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Why is it just this and the Joe Rogan experience? Yeah. <laughs> it's about two sources of information. <laughs> but yeah, Adam a. Nutella with a uh, McDonald's chicken nugget. No, cookout chicken tenders. Yeah, I forgot that until you mentioned on the podcast yeah, uh, yeah. a while ago. Another thing that... Oh, did um, we already mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that was, damn, um, I did do that. It was freshman year, so I think it was still when you were like very strict in the way that you would eat. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly we got drunk going out, and then at our apartment, you had your chicken t- chicken tenders yeah. from cookout, and you just dipped it in our jar of Nutella. Yeah. Well, uh, I remember I was over the next day, so I was like, hey, Adrian, can I make a Nutella sandwich? And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> chicken bits in it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I yeah, thought I that. Yeah, in our small little dorm, that was like a pretty common snack: is a a peanut butter jar and a Nutella jar, and just mm-hmm. two fingers into it before we went to uh. the gym or something. <laughs> so, in general, I wouldn't have recommended you eating out of those jars. There was yeah. uh, apparently you like to get in your closet. Is that Freshman like a metaphor? Year? No, you just like to get in your closet. That's what Coleman did. You talked about what's around me when you got drunk. You would go sit oh, in your closet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember any of this, but yeah, I, I, I loosely remember doing that. Yeah. Um, there was you running across town. 
Yeah, yeah. I went to Patrick and Wes's apartment. Oh, Riverside or whatever. Not Riverside. How many miles away was that? Like five or six? Just a nice drunk run? Yeah, it was five or six. And like a girl's car was getting towed that was there. And I was like, this is way too sad. I'm going to head out now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I did not know her well enough to like help in any way. I was like, I'm... I don't have the money before for Uber. Uber. The shit we had to do, yeah, <laughs> just Dog run five or six miles yeah. home. Um, that was the thing where like people were periodically calling you to make sure you're all right, right? And you just like, yeah, like, answer the phone and be like, yeah, I'm still going. <laughs> yeah, what's gonna happen? I don't know. <laughs> Am I gonna get hit by a car? Um, yeah. that would have been cool if I died, though. You yeah, know? that would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> Paul and I talked earlier about you getting robbed multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like the. the I understand someone breaking in, stealing my shit. I don't really have anything valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but close the fucking door. It's like the middle of winter. <laughs> Heat's like on. <laughs> so the electric bill is real shit that one. <laughs> Damn, insult to injury. Yeah. And then the other thing about getting robbed was they like stole my lockbox or like that fire safe. Mm. And I didn't really have anything that would be valuable to them. But it was like little notes from my mom whenever like Damn. I was like. A month old and she was like oh your future's so small and it was like nice and sweet but yeah they probably opened that and they're like fuck just threw it out damn yeah it's not that sad but yeah. adam's a queer for his mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so i was listening to this podcast with emma a little while ago and it's similar to this where basically the concept of the show is they read uh, am I the asshole things and then mm-hmm. decide whether or not they're assholes so yeah. very similar to what you guys do it's like exactly well I mean like I, that's, I would call that a bit derivative I exactly on this <laughs> when did they when did they come out I have no idea whenever those episodes came out but at one point like I hated the show it's miserable mm-hmm. the two hosts are exhausting but the, the one host used the term like emotional incest I was like, what the fuck does that mean mm-hmm. that yeah. does sound very fake yeah that's just mm-hmm. so you're close with your parents and like brother <laughs> you know speaking of like reddit there that that is a weird consensus in mm-hmm. on reddit is like if you cuddle with a sibling that's really weird i remember reading yeah. like multiple like relationship things where it's like my boyfriend cuddles with his sister and i think it's really weird and the majority opinion on reddit is like yeah that's fucking weird they're probably fucking yeah oh wait yeah that's just... crazy to me yeah 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 i mean i don't think i would be comfortable cuddling with my brothers but mm-hmm. i think it's just like i've never done it so it just doesn't not anymore natural. but when i was really young you're five mm-hmm. or six i remember like i would cuddle up on them on the couch yeah i mean whenever you're young but then it's like you still go through that transition period of like guys that's not all right mm-hmm. yeah shamed damn grown up fuck yeah it does I'm so curious now what will and will not make it into the podcast. All right, you want to you wanna jump into my column? I feel like we can hear the column and then we can hear your experience with gay stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> no, well, uh, do you have anything to note? Because I feel like this is something I put on you. You, di- you don't necessarily think of the... You didn't really come in with any thoughts about, like, the locker room being particularly homoerotic. That's something I put on you based on things you told me. Uh, yeah. whenever we would hang out you'd be like this thing happened in the locker room I mean one of the funniest things I saw in the locker room wasn't really like anything to do with like sexuality or joking about it it was just standing in the shower and somehow like a dodgeball got like put in the shower so everyone was like kind of tossing it around and I was looking at Hunter Bailey across the like shower and he was just kind of like talking to me and a dodgeball goes whizzing in from like 
I guess, stage left. I don't know. <laughs> and it hits him right in the throat. <laughs> and he just starts, like, wheezing and drops to the ground. <laughs> I don't know. That was awesome. Yeah, that visual will stick with me forever. He was on the soccer team, but texted me the other day apologizing that he made me feel uncomfortable when he would uh, wrap his arms around me when I was using the urinal. Yeah. And that felt, like, very learned on the soccer team in the locker room type behavior. Like, yeah. it's funny to do that to your guy friends. <laughs> yeah, and the, like fake level of like i'm gonna cuddle from behind and like neck spoon with Mm. my like my soccer player companion like the worst level of i guess sexual harassment i saw on not saw on soccer team but like remember hearing about was my brother had this teammate named who whenever you were lining up for like a free kick or a corner Mm -hmm. if you were on the opposing team even if it was at practice he would like stick his thumb in your ass Mm. yeah just to kind of distract you or try and get you to like yeah it's like like fucking stop that yeah that's actual yeah sexual assault assault. (laughs) yeah yeah i should have used assault first time i mean just to like really emphasize i really didn't like Whenever I look back, I don't think it was, like, too much, like, slap-ass stuff Mm. in soccer. Were you the one who told me that people were helicoptering in the locker room? I think (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) It's pretty funny. I think (laughs) that's what I was like. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of homoerotic stuff going on in there. Mm. I don't know if, like... Yeah. I really wish had been a bit more like a Cartman figure where like he thought it was really gay for like someone to have their balls in your mouth and he was like yeah. put your balls in my mouth because you're gay yeah I swear somebody once told me it might have been somebody on the baseball team who told me that somebody was helicoptering in the locker room but that really stuck with me that anybody at our school was I mean the uh, crazy thing is he got airtime <laughs> Wait, do we need to explain helicoptering? I feel like some of Adrian's friends from grad school wouldn't know what that yeah, is off top. Adrian, go ahead. Give Helicop- us the It's like when you're a parent, but you're like way too yeah. like, <laughs> unleashed with your kid. Okay. <laughs> then, yeah, so the most overly sexual like thing that that my junior year soccer team would do, the captain, so you guys can like figure that out on your own, would constantly go around the circle and be like, oh, I bet, I bet ass or like mm. yeah so. not eat ass yeah <laughs> yeah two things for that story clearly yeah. not eat ass point number yeah. one point number two you going yeah no i don't really consider us particularly homoerotic well, no, and then telling that story it's coming <laughs> back to me is the problem it yeah. seems like one of those things where if you haven't thought about it in a while there's just yeah. more and more examples that come yeah. up i pretty much hated everyone on the soccer team mm. yeah wait yeah. so when you them. became captain you didn't keep up this tradition you didn't do like you would point at somebody and say some sexual shit they did they would just tell me to shut up and like stop stealing jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like the old captain was funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys want to share any general thoughts on homoeroticism in sports? Or yeah, it's the type of thing, right? Where when you're in middle or high school, it feels like the people are trying like to do a double yeah. twist, where it's like I'm gonna be so like mm-hmm. homoerotic that nobody can question how straight I am because that's how confident in my sexuality I yeah, am. Yeah, it's absolutely that. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like the Reddit stuff where it's like, yeah, I'm a man. I get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. Just like really yeah, aggressive yeah. about like feminine things that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same with like ordering girly drinks or liking like a really feminine mm-hmm. pop star where it's like instead of just liking it normally, they really like play it up how they talk to you about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, um, why are you bragging about this? Yeah, just... why are you bragging about <laughs> bragging about liking Cosmos? It's, it's a okay fucking drinker. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Most popular artist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Taylor Swift like is beloved yeah. by <laughs> so much of America. It's not a unique personality yeah. trait that you're a man who likes her. And for the record, Adam, you're a straight man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's let's hop into this Slate article about homoeroticism among male it. friendships. Uh, this is their how to do it advice column. And this one is titled, My husband's guy friends feel each other up and flirt endlessly. Dear how to do it. What is up with this? My husband, we're straight, and a few of his circle of friends seem to have this flirtatious homoerotic thing going on. I like starting with what is up with this. That's like so close. You might as well just be like, you seen this? You heard about this? (laughs) (laughs) Where they pretend to do or actually do in the guise of a joke, flirt, rub each other's shoulders or thighs, and make breathy jokes about each other. My husband seems to be on the receiving end of it, mostly because he knows that I am not a fan. He would hate it if it were me and my friends acting like we were about to make out too. And I have said as much, but he doesn't say anything to his friends in the moment. Not that I would necessarily expect him to. After all, they aren't really going to just start banging each other. (laughs) And no one wants a confrontation over friendly beers in the yard. And their wives and I often joke about it, like, so-and-so is going to run off with your husband. Ha 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 ha. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it either, but I want to know, is this a thing? It's not something that I've seen outside of my husband and his friends. Really? How? I feel like a ton of guys have this bit at their bit. Yeah. Are these guys really horny for each other? I don't get this, and I want to know if I'm in the right to be ticked off. I think living in a liberal area of the country, it's expected that everyone is cool, in quotation marks. And I am cool. I know he's not. (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) I know he's not going to leave me for his friends, but what's up with this nonstop dude, love? Man, fucking liberals. Um, He's just not funny. I don't know. I guess the husband isn't into it. He's just kind of like. I think he's like scared of his yeah, wife. If he's not yeah. around. He'll definitely get into it. Yeah. It also is weird that um, the wife's assumption is that he wouldn't like it if she was doing it with her friends. Because I feel like that's, that's the more common male dude thing to be like. Hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they would play into that yeah. a lot. But it is like the same energy as on the soccer team of like telling your guy, like, you know, coming up behind him and grabbing your guy friend or telling them like, hey, I bet you eat ass. Yeah. Like it just being like Very oddly much sexual. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah with your dude friends and i think it is like a way to try to prove how straight you are so her like weird worry about this being something yeah like yeah. like he's gonna leave her or something like that is like well the issue is that she she said she's he supposedly knows that he's not going to do that right it's the yeah. fact that she just doesn't like it the part where she says she's never seen this with male friendships is surprising mm-hmm. to me yeah. because i feel like this bit's super common with male yeah. friends and when people I mean, try how to often do is it she hanging out with men it's mostly her husband that's like you know no. Especially if he's a more traditional lady, then that might be like the first male friend she's had in like male group that she's been around. Fair enough. But yeah, my point is that like when people try to put me into this clique with like my male roommate and stuff, I kind of hate it because it's like it feels like this weird fake veneer people do where they're so afraid of having any sort of like intimate male friendship mm-hmm. that the only way they know how to show affection is by ironically calling out that yeah, it's yeah. not... I'm going to call out that it would be gay for me to be close to a guy friend Mm -hmm. as a way to play up that it's okay for me to be close to my guy friend. Mm -hmm. Like, people are so scared of actual male. So when people try to do that bit with me, like, ah, you you probably just want to date your roommate, like a girlfriend says that to me, I always kind of like, I'm not into those jokes. Like, I have an actual close male friendship. I don't want it to be like a, Mm -hmm. like, I have to use this weird veneer to protect my ego. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I think it's just a boring bit. It's just yeah. a boring bit. You're yeah, kind of like the blowjobs on a like stand up set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Like just talking about like blowjobs and like anything sexual whenever you're doing stand up is just like ah, all right. You were talking like last time we were at Henry's about um. What are your favorite blowjob bits that have turned the yeah. drama stale? <laughs> I don't know how to play on this, uh, so I'm gonna <laughs> pretend to grow Paul. <laughs> no. uh, we were talking about some of the two man stand up ideas that me and Phil had, and one of my favorites was the idea of just being able to do hack material without like doing it ironically. And um, two of the things we definitely want to do is the comedian who tries to like pretend to be fucking by fucking the stool, oh. and the comedians <laughs> that use the microphone as a dick. And like, what if this was a dick? Huh? I just put it in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, just really played out material, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your practical advice to this woman, Paul? I mean, I just kind of feel embarrassed for her husband. The idea that somebody who's adult aged is acting like this. It's more an immaturity problem. Mm. I would maybe, like, bully him about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That might be the only way he actually responds to it. Why are you playing along playfully with, haha, y'all are gonna leave me to be with each other? You should be like, this is super weird. Yeah. Just stare them in the eye and go, okay. You guys are crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. A bunch of bad boys in the mix. Yeah, stop pretending like it's such a silly, funny joke and be mean to him. Yeah. Yeah. Godspeed, lady. Yeah. But she's in this liberal, cool part of the of the of the city. What if she gets caught out for being like homophobic for not liking it? You're right. She should egg them on to do gay mm-hmm. games. <laughs> she should. She get like a copy yeah. of Brokeback Mountain, put that yeah. on. I don't know what she can do specifically. I, I think the easiest way to to tackle it if she really wanted to be precise is um invite new friends over and then if they're if they're uncomfortable doing it in front of new people just be like oh my husband does the funniest thing yeah, friends. you guys you gotta yeah. show, show him show him that thing you guys do where you like get on your knees and pretend to blow each other <laughs> and then whenever they're like i don't really want to do that right now they just be like no it's so funny you guys come on yeah. that's honestly if i was like trying to like make fun of him for doing that that's the scenario that i would you're right you're right treat it like it's an actually funny thing that you really like it and just be like no you guys you gotta see this it's so funny <laughs> Yeah, just secretly record them and then show them after and be like, yo, I got this on tape. Let's show your grandma. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's dead. <laughs> this is this really is like, it's something that should be happening in a locker room. It is very embarrassing for adult men to be doing this, right? It shouldn't right? even happen in the mm-hmm. locker room just because it's boring. Oh, like, even if then, it was funny. Then even high schoolers should be above this? Yeah, why not? Be I, better. You, you thought it was funny to show people your penis in high school. I don't know how often I was showing people my penis. You're right. You you were more about the peeing out of it aspect. You did pee yeah. around me constantly. That was one of your bits. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was doing that intentionally. I think I just, like, had no pee. Man has to go. <laughs> I mean, it was intentional, obviously. <laughs> what time you peed on the tire of your car <laughs> right in front of me? Yeah, because I had to pee. That's the thing. <laughs> I stand by that. It was a great bit. <laughs> you were peeing off my porch when I answered the door. You're See, like, I don't even remember. I just had to go between the time I rang the doorbell and the time you got to the door. See, I, I don't even really remember the go. context of it. Like, did I already see you at that point? Or was it like I, me walking up? I think you see? noticed my parents' cars weren't there and you're like, let's roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, I remember it, but also, like, I don't remember what was happening before or after. Oh, oh, you think there was context, like I just texted you, hey, please piss off my porch. No, it might have been a case of like, you came slowly to the door, and I really had to go. You know I'd be hydrating. Adrian, any more advice for this uh, lady? Any more advice for this lady? Um... General advice for women who feel compelled to be the cool girl? Oh, that's a weird, I was going to go a different angle. Mm. Um, 
as someone who has cool. had like all of uh anytime i'm very like i have a very like clear best friend everyone assumes that we're gay together mm-hmm. uh i think that would be tin now so like tin now if we go to like a party like sometimes yeah we'll just like have our arms around each other while we're just like hanging out by the bonfire but mm-hmm. we don't really like, not trying to be funny about it or anything yeah so. yeah you just enjoy each other's company so yeah i don't know just uh be normal yeah it is weird how even when you're not inviting it, though, to really close male friends, people will put that on you as, like, it just makes them more comfortable with talking about your friendship as they do haha, y'all are gay together jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is an odd... Uh, yeah, a lot of people do it, too. A lot of people who are even queer, like... Um, yeah. Are, uh, I'm not saying it's, like, homophobic people. It really is just how people react to it. I think it kind of is, but I think, it, you, can, you know, you can be queer Internalized. Homophobic. Yeah, because, yeah, like, uh, our Wi-Fi password sophomore year when I lived with my sister was uh, Adrian is gay because she thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom came over and was like, what's the Wi-Fi pass? Or what's the Wi-Fi thing? And she was like, Adrian is gay. And she's like, Adrian is gay with, like, Phil? Is that who it was? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, like I said, me and Tim, we were at a party. I think this was before we would even do stuff like, uh, like uh, having our arms around each other at parties, but... Uh, we hung out and we were very close and we were also like somewhat antisocial. So like we didn't like most people in grad school. So like mm-hmm. a lot of times at parties, we would just go off on our own, just like hang out for a bit and then return back to the actual party. Hey, no party. new friends, am I right? Uh, and uh, one of my friend's uh, partners who uh, is uh, bisexual or whatever, like made a joke about us being partners. So it's like everybody like has that response to shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's second only to um, the straight guy, straight girl who are friends, but not in a relationship, but everyone tries to pretend that they're in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Them. Like, they're hoping in that if they make a annoying. joke, it'll get yeah. them to finally open up and admit yeah. to each other that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gravity between them is just too strong, man. Mm. All right. Y'all want to hear the answer? Yeah. Dear Man on Man. I only recently started listening to Dorian Electra. Yeah. I don't know if these guys are truly horny for each other, per se. They just sound horny, period. Sometimes guys have a lot of energy, but oh, they don't really have the tools to express it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not really how I think of like, this. Like, what is your answer going to be? Like, let them run a couple laps around the yard <laughs> before you hang out next time? <laughs> so things come come out kind of inappropriate and distorted. I'm not saying let's cry for men and their stunted emotional growth, but we can acknowledge the ideas of masculinity so many adhere to are at odds with free expression. The former generally devours the latter. So as is always the case, when we do clownery, the clowns come back to bite. I've been around self-identified straight men who engage in this kind of banter, and it sometimes is wielding like a flex. I'm so straight that I can be so gay, and it doesn't mean anything. With maybe a dash or two of homophobia thrown in, we are all aware that this, including the very notion of men being attracted to men, is absurd. Then again, as you are probably aware, having sex with men is fun. Maybe they want in. Who knows? Wait, after complaining about homophobia, she just did a bit that was like, but maybe they're gay. <laughs> that was that was her second paragraph. Like, <laughs> Many straight guys are a jumble of hormones and a half understandings of social mores and sports stats and Coen Brother movie quotes and farts. Hey, whoa, what's coming after Coen Brothers? What the? Why would you? What? Yeah, basic. Just like what? Hey, Tarantino. That would have been a better example, actually. Yeah. Barton Fink's good. Fuck y'all. Okay. So many grown men of every persuasion are really just kids you are effectively adopting when you take them on as life partners. I'm sorry to those men and to you. I think you have made the right choice. Making a big deal about this could escalate things to the point of unnecessary tension. But since you have his ear for life, why don't you talk to your husband about it? Origins, how he feels, whether it's a useful method of blowing off steam, etc. I would love to see some data on this phenomenon. If these guys would actually put their money, or in this case, a dick, 
where their mouths are. Why it feels so good to play boyfriend with your friend. If you are so inclined, report back. Let's get a phenomenological study going. Okay, that's when the study is really good. It's phenomenal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Was we'll that it? on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I guess it's interesting to play in like... Uh, like spin it as no go ahead and express your homosexuality it's all right yeah let and them blow show off. their true homophobia to it <laughs> let them blow off some steam into his friend's asshole you know what i'm yeah. talking about hey it's okay if you want to fuck todd in the ass honey go ahead <laughs> yeah adrian any thoughts on that dump him honey yeah. <laughs> there's like a weird period in the middle that had some interesting like fds energy of like Every husband is just an adopted child for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really depressing. (laughs) That Um, sounds like emotional incest right here. So they should really really look into that. Inner healing of the child. (laughs) Yeah, there there was that weird, it is weird. It's like everybody partakes in it. But every time somebody's complaining about homophobia and then implies the homophobic person is gay, Mm -hmm. it's such a funny twist onto then just becoming, partaking in the homophobia yourself. It's funny how even the most progressive people who are complaining about unwoke people will fall for that trap. Everybody likes to imply that homophobic people are secretly gay. All right. So this is from Dear Abby uh, by Abigail Van Buren. Teacher's lesson plan unravels when fiance comes home late. Dear Abby, I am 30 years old and an art teacher. My fiance, I'll call him Jack, and I live together in my home. Every Tuesday night, he goes out to the clubs with his friends and returns at 3 or 4 a.m. It has bothered me for a long time, and I've told him so, but I haven't issued any ultimatums. 30's kind of old to be doing that still. Wait, how old is he? He's there in their 30s. Okay. Last week, after Jack left, I was feeling particularly lonely, so I phoned the club and asked him to come home, telling him I had heard noises and was frightened. Wait, when was this published? Who's phoning a club instead of calling someone's cell phone? Uh, this is 1998. Yes. <laughs> very relevant. <laughs> that would be very odd behavior in 2020. Last week after Jack left on his horse carriage, <laughs> uh, I was feeling particularly lonely, so I phoned the club and asked him to come home, telling him I had heard noises and was frightened. He seemed annoyed, but he promised to be home by midnight. I then called a girlfriend to vent some steam, and she came over. As we talked, we began to scheme, and finally decided to give Jack a good scare by making him think I had been robbed while he was away. I sat in a kitchen chair, giggling, while my girlfriend tied my arms behind me and gagged me. She used enough rope to restrain a bull, so it was very convincing. She left at about 11.30, and I waited, I couldn't do anything else, for Jack to return. (laughs) This is awesome. He did not return by midnight. (laughs) By 1am, I began squirming, but I couldn't get loose. When he finally did return, it was at 1.30 a.m. I was in such a fury that he had difficulty untying me. He was very upset and insisted we call the police, so I had to tell him it was a hoax. That made him furious. (laughs) Jack apologized for returning late and thinks I should apologize for the stunt. I refused, and he has barely spoken to me since. Should I apologize? You 100% fumbled the ball on that one. (laughs) Your husband... Was is legitimately acting horrible. You were one hundred percent in the right to tell him to stop fucking going to clubs at three till three a.m. You think that's what morally reprehensible behavior? That's a shitty thing to do to your spouse to leave them alone all the time. Once a week? Oh, once a week? He only does it once a week? Yeah, I don't think is. I think that was part of it. Oh, if she's not worried about him cheating. Yeah, okay. So she's every Tuesday night. Okay, she's completely in the wrong then. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is his night out with friends. Very fleabag esque. 
you know, mm. that little prank. For some reason, I thought it was, like, happening nightly, and I was like, Jesus, what the fuck is this guy on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How oh. can he afford it? <laughs> what kind of job does he have Wednesdays off? <laughs> In 98, too. <laughs> you ain't working from home. Yeah, that's, she clearly fumbled any, like, high ground she could have had when she pretended to be kidnapped. (laughs) Now, is Abby usually just, like, wildly different from your guys' responses? Is she gonna be like, you are right? She's really boring. I don't know. She's gonna be like, it is impolite to slurp one's soup. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Adam, as an ex, as, as a relationship expert, how do you feel about this? Oh, I love it. Keep doing it. Do it again. Would you be upset if you showed up and your girlfriend had fake tied herself up to pretend she was kidnapped to teach you a lesson? I would have just grabbed my things and left, you know? Really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. What, what, what's her name again? To see a Emma. Yeah. Emma. Emma. Would you would you leave Adam if he tried to leave you because you tied yourself up to yeah. try to get back at him for being at the club too late? Who's in the right? We'll never know. <laughs> Yeah, I keep going to the club. She gotta, she gotta cut me off at some point. Yeah, it's kind of like, what advice can you give? Just like, don't do that. It's kind of cool. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's kind of a cool idea. To me, the main problem is that like the fact that he goes alone to a cr- club till three a.m. every week does seem like he's probably cheating on her some nights. You really don't use this out with his boys once a week. Who wants to? Who's that old wants to be out till three a.m. Persians. No. Oh, that's true. <laughs> she should have really added that detail. It's Persian night. They should know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see too much. I don't. I don't see anything wrong on his side for just going to the club once a week till yeah. three a.m. or four a.m. I don't think it's wrong, but I don't think she's she would be wrong for thinking that there might be something else up mm. for feeling a little like I don't think you would be wrong for feeling a little mistrustful of somebody who was mm-hmm. out till three a.m. weekly without you. Yeah, I guess, like, is there any explanation for why he's going? Like, obviously she doesn't include it in the article, yeah. but... If he's not the type of guy who seems like he's having just the time of his life dancing with his friends every Tuesday night. Like, what is he doing till 3 a.m.? That's such a boring thing to do when you're married alone. Just boring like and sad. Just very sad. <laughs> just like Paul's grandma always said, ain't nothing good happen after midnight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, she also didn't speak English, but she that was the one English that yeah. I taught her was ain't nothing good happened after yeah. midnight. <laughs> In that exact way. <laughs> now, honey, you want some chitlins? <laughs> we taught her that exact sentence. Uh, but Paul, you uh, you've been to the club before, right? You enjoy going to the club. Isn't that where you had your first kiss? <laughs> yeah. It really is, but we're kind of glad. Fuck you. Um, 18 years old in a Canadian club, Paul's first kiss. Uh Mm -hmm. Your uncle was like, this is your girl. You got a few hours with her. It is really embarrassing (laughs) that my first kiss was at 18. I I don't think I ever kissed anyone until I was 19. That's even more embarrassing. I I don't know if that helps me. (laughs) Adam, stop trying to help me out. Adrian, Adrian was Mackinac. Adrian was like got a kiss from uh, Leah Caldwell in fourth grade at a kissing party at Hunter's house. A kissing Mm. party at Hunter's house. Yeah, all the girls just wanted to kiss Brock Nicoletti, but uh, that makes sense. Yeah, one of them accidentally. (laughs) Coolest kid in school. One of them ended up with me. Coolest kid in middle school. (laughs) Brock Nicoletti, the absolute avatar of middle school cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine it being fun to go to a club on a Tuesday night. Again, I feel like you guys are really going after this guy, where I don't think that's the no, focus it's not of this even like, no, She's she, in the wrong. She's yeah. in the wrong, but yeah, he's 
a t- he's a guy in a relationship, so he's not hitting on women. Mm-hmm. And unless he really likes dancing, which is something something she would know about him, what is he doing at a club yeah. till three a.m.? Just hearing staying in the club until three a.m. on a Tuesday just it really zaps all the energy out of me and makes me feel real sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have an idea of what he would be doing there that would be fun and not... Hanging out, talking with his friends, playing some pool. Talking and playing <laughs> pool? Drinking some vodka? In the club? Yeah. <laughs> in the club? In the club. 3 a.m.? A little ping yeah. pong. Also, how much money is this costing him? Yeah. Clubs are not cheap. Smoking a hookah? Ooh, yeah, maybe. You're right, but then we'd go back to the whole Persian theory. <laughs> My Persian theory. <laughs> Your Persian theory. Which would be the key that unlocked this whole question and made it make sense. Of yeah, it. if he was like Persian or if he was like, you know, Cuban or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Persian connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just assume everyone's white because it's 1998 and it's Dear Abby. <laughs> Where is it also? Is it like in Alabama? Because that'd be kind of cool. I think they give a location. Damn. Going to all those hot Alabama clubs. Yeah. They were like two decades away from clubbing MLK. <laughs> <laughs> they opened a club yet yeah it's got like oh. one of those neon lights of like the nightstick <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's called the mlk night club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so we, we've gone after the husband for being weird but let's say that she's not at all worried about infidelity or why he's enjoying spending time at these clubs alone mm-hmm. till 3 a.m every tuesday Incredible decision-making process on your end. <laughs> you have the clear right, and then you just fumble it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like the one detail in the, in the question that was, he wasn't there by midnight. By 1 a.m., I started squirming to try and get out of it, and I couldn't get out. Yeah, so this woman, what, what should she do now? Now that she's g- given herself the losing hand in this, uh, in this card game. take the L. She's got to take the L and apologize? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay, so we're saying, hey, you fucked up bad enough that you don't even get to make your initial point about him being out too late. You just gotta you, you apologize. Gotta, you, gotta let, you gotta give, like, a period of time where you let it fizzle for a while and then bring it back up. Yeah, because he can just throw back in your face that you yeah, faked yeah. a crime if you try to get him to come back early now. Uh, Alright, you wanna you wanna read us the answer, Adrian? How yeah, does... let's go. And that was from Fit to be Tied. Dear Fit to be Tied. Yes, there are more mature ways to get your point across than crying wolf on his night to howl. If you're seriously considering a future with Jack, you must come to some agreement about his night out with the boys. Since you find yourself at loose ends on that night, rather than lying to him, consider signing up for a night class or establishing your own Tuesday night out with friends. She's a teacher. She can't go out on Tuesday nights. She didn't address the whole, like, you pretended you were, like, Kidnapped. She said there was more mature ways to handle it. Okay. <laughs> I guess that satisfies the 1998 answer. I hope she like redoes it in the future. It would be the same. She's basically still like. Yeah. Actually, I think she's. She is, is she dead so or are they boring. just automating her I think responses? Abigail Van Buren is. Bit, like, it's now her daughter, over. daughter or niece yeah. or something. Oh, good. All right, y'all ready to get into the third segment? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like you should just like. Fill, like save that clip and just use that as the transition forever then you don't even have to say it smart let me teach you how to do it paul until <laughs> eventually every episode of our podcast is a stitched together conglomeration of pre-recorded yeah. bits. 
Hey, you got a bunch of words saved up. You can just come up with Adam, a random just, generation. Just fucking take all of them and smush them into your fat fucking mouth. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if they eat these freckles one at a goddamn time, the whole episode. Who eats multiple chips at once, Paul? And salt and vinegar. That's too much, man. All right, so for our third segment... Because Adam is known for his negativity and his being a bad sportiveness. Yeah. I, like Hunter, I remember one thing very vividly about Hunter. I was being like casually negative at lunch one time and mm-hmm. he was like, why do you always have to be so negative? And it just uh, really, yeah. it really lasted. He's like that. So fuck you, Hunter. We, uh, we were talking at the Hidden Tavern. I was talking about like how ever since, like I had a weird thing where I'm a very anxious person now, but it didn't hit me until like middle of college. Uh, so he never really saw much of it. And I was talking about it and I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad or whatever. And he was like, man, that sucks, man. You don't have to be anxious all the time. And I was like, that's not really how mental health works, but thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. Best intention. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're all actually pretty negative mean people. Yeah. So what we're going to do is rate the art of people we went to high school with. People mm. who we went to high school are making art now, including me and Adrian. So let's start with, uh, you know, podcasting art. Yeah, of course. You don't consider this an art? I'm more of a science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like baking, how baking is to yeah, cook. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm music a is a, Radio is radio I'm a bread is an art. Scientist. This is a science. Podcasting is a science. Because you can edit, whereas radio is live. That makes sense. But, so go ahead and, uh, can you knock this show down a peg so everything we say moving forward sounds nicer in comparison? Yeah, I should, I should bring this up really quick. So I had this idea a long time ago for the show, and Paul basically shot it down because he thought it would just come out too negative overall. But now we have someone to balance this out at the beginning by putting us down a peg. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't, like, I didn't really come with, like, loaded points that I wanted to make. I feel like most of the time, the third segment, obviously you guys can see the, like, statistics on it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty bland. It keeps dragging on. I think the time I stopped listening to it was after Dorley's boyfriend was on it. I was like, all right, that's enough. So you're saying Zach was so boring yeah, it was that it ruined exactly the podcast. That. <laughs> that's why we can't bring him on as a guest? Yeah. You know, I just got so bored with it at one point. I was just like, man, can't do it. I'm going to save like, what, 45 minutes? You guys kind of just drag it out that long most of the time. Yeah. Even though you guys have been keeping it like 49, 50 minutes recently, it seems like. Maybe we tried hour. to. Justin's is going to be long. Yeah. Ah, nice. Also, sometimes when episodes are like that short, it's just because there's nothing good. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, usually the guest episodes, I feel like, are the best ones. I think you guys are kind of like fizzling out a little bit recently with the content, which you've been doing it a lot. So, I mean, I completely understand. I'm surprised that you guys even do it on like Christmas Eve. How do you expect people to really listen to it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Wow, I thought I wanted to hear the criticisms, but I don't even think those were that bad. It was mostly just saying I don't like. The I don't third know if segment. I can. I don't know if we can keep doing this episode. Yeah. Adam, I think we gotta go. Yeah. Now that I understand what it's like to be on this side of it, yeah, I don't want to do the rest of the segment. Yeah, but we're still gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> so, Adrian, do you wanna do you wanna just pitch them one at a time? How are we gonna? Yeah. How do you wanna rank them? Uh, you wanna give us out of five stars? We can do Adams. Out of five stars? All right. Or we can all do it. We can all put up our hand at the same time with the number of stars we want to give it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So this person's name is going to have to be bleeped out for sure. This is a, a woman who we went to high school with who uh, released a little ditty on SoundCloud as a rapper. <laughs> Are we willing to clip in a little bit of the song into the episode? 
it's still out there. I mean, she hasn't taken it down. This isn't me like, you know. All right. You want to play a little right now for us to remember what it's like? It's been years since. I mean, it's probably going to not be good sound quality. So we'll have to actually just put it directly. But if you guys want to do that, just we'll cut it out. You, you listened to this like two nights ago. Yeah, I know. I loved it. <laughs> for the I got first more time powerful ever? each. No, I've heard it before. <laughs> How many of these people do you think actually like listen to the podcast or would actually mm. hear about it? You don't like the moody. Uh, well, I mean, the problem isn't that they would listen to the podcast. It's that somebody would tell them yeah. who does listen. The money's calling too loud. We can't even sleep. We keep our eyes open wide for your body in the heap. Your mama crying. Begging me, please just let him fucking live. But I'm no mercenary. Spew your blood, call it creative masterpieces. Lord, I'm trying. Though I'm not following your word because believe in fiction's totally absurd. But then again, I guess the ignorance is bliss to all the heathens. I'm the golden deity. You better stop believing. Now I feel like I just have to be like extremely aggressive with like my criticism. You know, I gotta. Well, keep thank you up for pausing it before the white girl said the N word. <laughs> well, 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 we'll talk about that. Uh, all right, so yeah, so rap song from someone went to high school with, which I'm sure we could actually find a million of these. I don't know if they're still up, but there's probably a lot of people who did that. Like I remember, um, there's what a guy. What's the specific line? Can you tell me? For what? What she says. You want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't know what you keep saying. Just tell me. Um, there was this guy who was really douchey, and he uh, dated this girl who was in. I was in a stats class with. She was actually really nice. Um, and Mark and I l- listened to his song, and I remember the one thing that really stood out was um, uh, driving down the freeway, getting real freaky. <laughs> so, yeah, it's in bars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he didn't go to our high school. He went to uh, he went to Wando, so we can't bring him in. But there is uh, Maccabee with uh, South Kakalaki. Oh yeah, looking at it's one of his bars. He went to uh, high school with people who I knew in college and a, like girlfriend I had in college. And one of his bars was like uh, walking through the streets, looking at some booty. <laughs> It's in his song that's the area code for what what's the area code for the Charleston area? It's like has a song like eight oh three maybe or something like that. That's that's for the Midlands. Yeah, yeah. that's us. Um, Wait, what did he? What, why did he stretch that? What did he need it to rhyme with? Uh, I think he rhymed booty with booty. He just used it twice in a row. <laughs> nice. He likes it so much. Yeah, yeah. Maccabee, yeah. Wando High School rapper. Uh, but we won't bring him in and rate him. We're yeah, rating yeah. right yeah. now. Pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, do y'all want to lift up your hands for what you what you rate her raps are as? Yeah, so wait, let me think about how this is going to come off the listener. We introduced her very shortly, just a white girl who rapped and had a song out, who went to high school with, we play a little clip of it, and now we're going to give our rating. Do we, should we say give any other context here? She wasn't like the other girls, you know? Yeah. 0.5. She oh, tried. Really? Three, God bless her. Two, one. Oh. <laughs> all right adrian all right. gave it five stars i've given it one and adam's given it 0. 0.5 stars. i guess i am the most positive out of the group i i thought uh the beat was hot flow was good uh sonically i thought it was a very uh interesting song and i think she had some really cool things to say um all right so next up we have oh we have phil carter phil carter the buster cups you got Phil Carter, the battle rapper, Phil Carter, the rapper, uh, Phil Carter, the comedian, uh, and Buster Cups, the comedic rap group. And Phil Carter, the big facts, no cat. Yes. Guest. Regular, yeah. Superstar. Guest extraordinaire. Who is this white guy? <laughs> <laughs> Which Who one? is this white guy? <laughs> <laughs> we know which one. Come on, keep rapping. Keep rapping. They got interest in marketing me. My stock's rising. 
But when beaming on stage, we spotlight shit. Top five oh, when I stepped in the jungle. It's lopsided, non-violent, I'm ready to rumble. Glocks firing, shots flying, your relatives come through, you got ties with? Long knives, machete, your uncle is not spy kids. I'll throw yeah. about our thoughts before or do you want to adrian you're too biased you can't vote on this one because you're you're in a rap group with him slash he's he's your comedic partner so me and adam will rate rate him yeah i don't know i guess like obviously phil's hilarious and i don't know in high school he always made me laugh so i've always got that as like a basis whenever i see him so anything he does even if it ends up bad i'm still enjoying it so Obviously, at the beginning, he was very Aziz and Zari-like, and I think that's well understood. Yeah. Um, but it seems like he's branched out a good bit, so, yeah. And then, I guess, rapping, I don't know. He's good at coming up with, like, rhymes, but it's yeah, not I, like he's putting a message out or anything, which I guess isn't necessarily yeah, what I, you I need for rapping. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know if it's because I know Phil, but I mean, for anybody who's listened to the guest episodes know that he makes me laugh really fucking yeah. easy. Like, mm-hmm. he's just a uh, very silly, funny person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Rate him. Five stars. Four and a half. Ooh, Paul, always the critic. Right. He gets off that half star because uh, I'm not going to lie. Never re-listen to a Phil, Phil tape. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm done. Mm. Uh, he's got good bars he's got good bars it's not it's not listening music for me i have re-listened to his rap battles though the one against uh beeman so that's a good one yeah. all right so the next one is a girl we went to high school with who now has an etsy shop where she makes art she makes witchy girl art mm. it's like bent bu- like bundles of sticks and like dried fruit and leaves tied together that she sells for like 40 bucks on etsy do you consider that art <laughs> <laughs> she's my favorite artist man <laughs> Jesus Christ. okay so an artist now based out of greenville south carolina she has an etsy shop she uh describes herself as a yogi and a wild person or something um what does that mean your <laughs> <laughs> guess is as good as mine uh i don't know i don't remember her doing any art particularly in high school but now she has the etsy shop there's uh some altar oil uh some moon goddess wands uh, a money magic wand and some ornaments and stuff all kind of made out of like dried fruit slices and cinnamon sticks and like bark and uh sticks from the woods um there's an earth crystal wood wand that seems pretty cool only one left 
So you gotta snatch that up? I'm glad you didn't say her name because I think this is one where we would have to bleep out the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, this is... How can you consider this art? I don't know. <laughs> See, this is why you made a problem rating, uh... Rating the other person half a star because now you have no room to go down. Zero stars, yeah. I gave myself a little wiggle room. <laughs> like, at least it seems like... Put in I a mean, lot of effort. She hand-painted a backpack. Where is that one? It's the first one on the page. Okay, let's rate that one because maybe I'll be more positive about that one. Well, you gotta see what. What did she use? Like a, um, a rose art mind. stencil or something? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, this <laughs> isn't. Yeah, this looks like it would smear and shit. Like it yeah. doesn't even look like a high quality. But you don't think the crystal wand is uh, pretty cool? Um, get out of here! I feel it's actually <laughs> magical. Quit pretending to defend her. No. Uh, yeah, Adrian supports women. We get it. This is actually Adrian's work. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a Harry women. Potter wand. It yeah. looks like a big bundle. Yeah. I want a Harry Potter. You can use it for hidden and you can use it for spells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it look it looks like a club. There's a lot of art that even though it's like shitty, I know that I couldn't come close to like even making shitty versions of that. You think you can make that? I'm pretty sure I could. I don't know. <laughs> Get some fucking twine, some sticks. <laughs> um, Hell, you want to start selling it now? <laughs> like fuck. All right. So, how do you guys want to rate uh, her witchy art? Three, two, one. Wow. Oh, wait. What? Is that half a star? <laughs> what is this? Is this an half indication that you have some disease? <laughs> half a star. Half a star. All right, I gave it one and star. And we all knew something was wrong with Paul after that. <laughs> I think it seems a little scammy. I've talked before about how I feel $44 about like this. for that, too? Did you, yeah. like, walk in the backyard and get, like, kind of seems supply? like a scam to me, but I, I think, think there the is only reason you couldn't it. call this game is I don't think it's selling. Like, how could it be? It, it, if it was Ooh. a scam, it would be an Ooh. unsuccessful scam. Ooh. If she's, like, doing it as, like, ha ha ha, it's funny that I'm trying to sell this for, like, $44, and it bumps up to, like, a three-star, because that's a pretty good bit. <laughs> that's a pretty good bit. But, no. I, I, every interaction I've ever had with her, oh, I never talked to her. I'm sure that, like, in class, or, like, she was in proximity, or, like, small group projects or something, I'm pretty sure I've had conversations with her. Yeah, I don't think she's that aware to make a joke that good. Yeah, damn. Zero stars. Yeah, no, damn. that was... Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that backpack was a little depressing to see. It did look a little bit like a child made it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Next one is going to be a guy who I never interacted with in high school, I don't think. Um, a little, little dude named... Anybody uh, remember him? It was familiar. Was he like kind of, uh, did he like play football or baseball or something? Or is him, am I thinking of someone else? Might be thinking of oh. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. This is from his mixtape. He kind of does um, like psychedelic rap from like the very little that I've listened to. So you guys want to, I'm going to hit the play button. Yeah, right the bed, I'm bringing it home. I'm in the zone, and I'm blushing to be on my phone. I got the mind, it's everything gold. Oh, you ain't know my shit is straight from fresh now with the fresh style from the underground. Like, yeah, do you feel me now? To all the hoes, I'm trying to keep up with the town. That's in your mouth, man, that shit bounce, cause I really hold this shit down. Yeah, uh, just like a waistline. I needed to slap like a baseline. Better way is that a waistline, cause I'm just trying to make the best of my space. Like, what you wanna do? Cause I'm just trying to break that shit loose. And watch you with the hips while I sip a little booze. Uh, 
yeah, we'll, we'll give him credit for switching up the sound. It yeah. seems like every couple of seconds in that mixtape. One, two, three. Two and a half. I gave it three. Yeah. 1.5. Yeah. I think he's a competent, well, not competent. He can make, he can make stuff that sounds like yeah no like i really appreciate anyone who's actually like trying i think it's still not good i think it is what adam said or about it's like i don't know if he could make it better it is almost a sound i like so i'm Mm -hmm. giving it credit for that Mm -hmm. but there is a part of me that wonders if the lo-fi sound is like a lack of like a lack of polish and ability more than like an actual sound yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. for it's like when dorley showed us the blurry photos and she was like i meant to make them blurry and you were just, and your paul's response was maybe learn how to make a take a correct photo and then start playing around yeah. with the art form. just give us a reference first um, <laughs> yeah i but it is like i honestly think some of those beats and songs i could like listen to but i think for me yeah i just is- wonder how intentional some of those choices are this isn't criticism as much as an observation but he sounds like some he sounds like early mac miller if early mac miller was visited by older mac miller and influenced by older mac miller <laughs> okay yeah, okay <laughs> yeah it's weird putting out your own stuff but you know what? yeah good for God him bless him yeah adam's right we should be proud of anybody making yeah making art out there just keep on trying you know someday you'll make something good well see that that's a good segue to our next one because the next one uh deleted a lot of his stuff and no longer posts that's a uh, one mr uh so if paul you want to pull this up for adam i already know buy as many is. houses as you can <laughs> oh, do you know about it? Yeah. paul loosely told me it's financial advice mm-hmm. on youtube yeah so let me get a clean take of so this is a person we went to school with since elementary school and he now although he has kind of quit uh he did for a while uh youtube videos about investing mm-hmm. man that's yeah that's pretty lame and so <laughs> Oh no, that makes it so much more. <laughs> if I were to invest $10 a day, every day, for 10 years, I would have 50 Alright, this, is this art once again? Like, he's making it. It's content. It's content. You're right, maybe we should call this reviewing content. Yeah. Every single day, and you look at the stock history, I'm sure the price has an upward trend. It's Procter & Gamble. You may not think that you use this company. Tires. Everyone uses them. <laughs> that was from his video on his top three stock tips. I'm not gonna watch the whole video, but one of him, his stock tips was for Procter and Gamble because you use their products everywhere. Everywhere. Do you think he like strictly buys them so the stock goes up? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think he's already doing insider trading? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, a rating and then an explanation. Three, two. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. we saw you. Ch- we saw <laughs> yeah, you yeah. change to agree with me and Adrian. Well, no, I had to remember. Like, I, I instantaneously forgot what I was reviewing. So, yeah, something's wrong. Okay, there, so zeros across the board. We yeah, were yeah, very yeah. harsh on. That. I hate finance bro stuff. I don't like. I think Paul, this was Paul's immediate, immediate reaction to it, which is like, why would anyone listen to you yeah. as an authority on this stuff? You're not successful enough. Like, I see you in what looks like a bedroom in a, like, house that everybody in Lexington grew up in. You haven't made it. You're not, you, what new information Film it from you your mansion. <laughs> film it from your mansion. You can't start giving financial advice yeah. out, of your, oh, out of your playroom that you grew up in or whatever. I just realized, Henry, we can also do uh, My Neighbor tiktok about um property investment or whatever he does oh no it's, yeah, it's equally terrible all right yeah. so that's that's good for that one 
Um, really going through them here. Okay, so this uh, next person is a guy who was a few years older than us, and I think unlike some of these other people, uh, was kind of known for being an artist in high school. Uh, Hunter Duncan. So the kind of guy who would like play like actual high school events or like for Halloween would like play a concert with his band in like his neighborhood. Um, who ended up making music. He's in Nashville, Tennessee right now, based out of there. Uh, he's a few EPs on Bandcamp. Uh, I know he's had some music videos and stuff that I watched with friends before. So uh, I just want to take a little listen to his song EP3. It is from, oh, October 22nd, 2021. So let's listen to the first song. Or let's listen to Rabbit Hole. What what instrument does he play, or is he the whole like keeps the whole band? Vocal, guitars, bass, drums, and keys. Oh, so he's he's doing like a car seat headrest thing, like he he's the band. Let me get that clean. So he does vocals, guitar, bass, drum, and keys. Uh, he has one person who does background vo- vocals and one person who does violin on a song, but that's it. You know, other than that, he's doing it all. Actually, this is a Joey Venucci. His first album, he recorded every uh, instrument. It's like a 2.5. Okay, so Adam 2.5, Mia 3, Paula 4? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is the opposite of the rapper uh, we've listened to. Mm. That he's he's clearly talented. It's yeah. not my sort of thing at all. Th- those vocals, yeah, yeah. I find vocals like that incredibly grating and unlistenable. Yeah, but yeah, like, I don't think that. they're for what that genre is that sort of singer songwriter genre. I know people do like that type of yeah. thing. So I, I don't think it's like on him that for me it's completely <laughs> there's still a little roughness to it but i don't know if i'd really do a double take if i heard it at a coffee shop yeah 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 like it's a lot of talent and just like paul said not really my thing so it's more of my like rating of that is just i don't really like the genre so the lyrics seemed a little bit um cliche almost or... as if like if i were to make fun of someone making that type of music that's yeah. what i would say yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not my type of thing but you can't I guess to me, it's like you can hear the polish in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So next is a, a pretty interesting, quirky girl who used to live right next to Paul uh, or right near Paul. Had a father uh, with very... Uh... To me and Adam have to introduce <laughs> our biases. Yeah. In that mm-hmm. one time he yelled at me and Adam's mutual friend, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan. And we were playing so... Manhunt and we were hiding in his bushes. And... and her dad, right? Her dad, yeah. 
a, a, an extra star to get knocked off. Yeah. You know what? Because her dad yelled at me. Complete piece of shit. It's genetic, uh, you know? She's probably yelling at people in bushes right now. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely like a, a artsy, quirky girl in high school and remain that way. Is afterwards. this her drawing? This is pretty good. It reminds me of a... Uh... <laughs> oh, keep going. Sorry for interrupting your intro again. I swear to God. Uh, anyway, she makes different types of arts. Uh, she makes, like, glassware and, like, different jewelry things. She has an Etsy shop. Uh, so we're gonna look at some of that. So I sent Paul a picture. Are we all looking at the same thing, or are you guys looking at more stuff? Uh, I'm looking at the pin. What's the pin? The pin that's... It's like a bondage. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it's like a pin that looks like a, a girl in bondage. She actually just made the sword, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a sword, for some reason, I don't understand. Maybe like, A miniature yeah. sword? It feels like the sword is there for scale, but it's also clearly a miniature sword. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that's for scale. <laughs> it is the size of a regular sword. One millimeter sword. Why is it such an accurate looking sword, but it's the size of a toothpick? Is the sword a part of it? I think so. It's part of the art piece, yeah. Oh, is this stained glass? I assumed we yeah. were really zoomed in on a pen. Like, I think it's... No, it's stained glass, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that uh, a lot. It's hard because she had something happen with her Facebook to where like all the old artwork that was in her old Facebook you can't find right now because she had to make a new account. So this is the only piece we can see right now. But yeah, this is the kind of stuff she does. Okay, so lots of transgressions that we apparently have with her. <laughs> but we have to keep that aside and just judge the art, not the that artist. That conflict really showed up in her art though. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So ratings. Five, four, three, two, one. Four, four point five. Oh, okay, really, yeah. Brad? Yeah, that. You gave it a three. I, I gave it a four. I that that stained glass art piece of the girl is really good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. like very difficult, and it's actually really interesting too. Yeah, I think I'm also bringing my biases in here. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Next one is a dude named uh, one of the two. He was a guy who hung out with a guy who had the exact same name as him, and people just kind of knew them as the two. I don't even remember them. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he became a Christian, uh, and he starts releasing Christian music under the name The Lamplight Gospel. So here's his most popular song on Spotify. It's called Bastard Son. Let's get this bread. LGI, baby, let's get it, let's go! I don't know what that means, but let's do it. <laughs> Is he doing that, like, we hear him in the studio thing first? Okay, zero stars already. Yeah. know if i'd give it 0.5 because like I, I think aggressively strumming a guitar and like kind of swapping between pretty basic chords is not that impressive and i think he's like really leaning in on that it sounds like the guitar playing you hear from somebody who's playing guitar at a party i'd agree with that i'm gonna give it uh one star because it, it does sound like music i know it does sound like music it does sound like music i'll give it one star see the threshold for sounding like music i think for me is just point. 0.5 i guess that's fair it's like his voice it, it isn't too terrible though it is very generic but like it would take me a while to be able to play the guitar that well and i still believe that it's not that impressive to play the guitar that way yeah i mean he's not talentless but yeah. the problem is that everything about it doesn't seem like it needs to be on spotify yeah that seems like it needs to be you casually playing at yeah. home 
Yeah, we uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, he should go back to. He was a big metalhead in in uh, high school. He should go back to that. Yeah, mm. be way more cool. <laughs> um. Okay. Next one. Let's skip the visual ones because I, I don't think those are gonna work really. Uh, okay. I don't know. The best one we gave so far was. That is true. Let me let me look. Let me look at Lauren's real quick. Uh, okay, cool. So she worked at Studio Cellar, which is where Phil and I spent a lot of time uh, senior year of college just doing artwork. And she worked there and she could actually paint and she can clearly paint very well. Yeah. So she's like just that. a very good painter. They like portraits of people. Oh, yeah. that is cool. It's got style, but it's also not hyper realistic, but it's also like technically proficient. I mean, this one's pretty rad. Look at that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, I think so. I will give her five stars. 3.75. Yeah, five might be a little high. It might be more like four and a half. But I'm gonna give her four and four point five. Yeah, I could never do it. It looks neat. Oh, I could never do this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that should be like heavily emphasized as I have no artistic ability, so it's just really blind criticism. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to actually listen to a uh, uh, sermon? Yeah, let's let's hear it. Okay, so the next one is. Um... You know, I kind of use him as like a generic thing whenever I make fun of people of being like, yeah, he's the kind of guy who seems like he would double major in like physics and religion in college <laughs> and uh, as like a template for an annoying person. But uh, yeah, this is went to our school. Uh, I actually kind of liked him. Uh, he, I, yeah, I, he had like an annoying personality, but he, annoying I kind of liked him yeah. despite and because of it. He was kind of annoying and he just really leaned into before he like had the flip to being a more leftist person. Just like I'm a Christian, so I have to believe like in all the stupidest things. Like he argued with me about evolution and stuff. Oh yeah, that is true. But uh, he did also, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was like this weird vibe of like, it's kind of cool how much he was okay with being disliked. Yeah. I think he thought, like, I'm such an intellectual and these people are obviously giving me bad criticism. So, mm-hmm. like, anything they say negative about me is just, I can roll it off whenever it's like, no, it was valid criticism. You just sound like a jackass. He did have, like, a bow tie wearing young conservative yeah. uh, sort of attitude. Who's that person? Uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. yeah he had, like, a Tucker Carlson vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in the, like, drama class with me freshman year. And,. Everyone else seemed to, like, kind of bully him. And I never really, like, bullied him or anything. And I kind of tried to be nice to him. But then near the end of the semester, I guess, as he kind of, like, was, like, sort of friends with me in that class, the more we talked, the more I was like, man, I should have bullied him. (laughs) Uh, So actually, a little last-minute switch. Uh, I was going to do his sermons because he became a pastor. But uh, apparently him and his wife also run a side business where they play music for weddings and live events. Oh, okay. So So we can... I forgot he was in like jazz band and stuff or whatever. So uh, apparently they also do like violin lessons. So here's a little thing from Bryant Strings, A Thousand Years. I'm going to have no idea how to refuse string instrumentation. Yeah. All right.
Paul, what you thinking? I'm sorry to say this because I didn't dislike him. Two and a half stars. Ooh. I'm giving him a quarter of a star because obviously it takes talent, but he's just doing a cover of a song, so. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to give it two stars. It was good, but yeah, I mean, it's like hearing a cover band. Like, how much credit can you really give the person for Mm -hmm. learning the thing? Yeah. You ain't expressing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. But he wasn't trying to. This is wedding music. He's not trying to reinvent the wheel. A string... Weird Al version. <laughs> years. I would I would have given him a five. Oh, so, so like he purposefully over tightens the string so they pop while he's playing to give the comedic effect. <laughs> he's like <laughs> breaking plates. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So I played this for Paul in the car, but uh, weird little fun fact about Lexington High School. For one year, we had a student who went on to become an actual pop star. Um. So this is Ava Max. She has 36 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to play her most famous song, but um, she was the year between me and my sister. Uh, I think she, junior year, she was at our school. And Was uh, it just like one year that she was here? I think it was just one year. Uh, she hated it. She got bullied. She ate her lunch in the uh, bathroom every day. Um, and look at her now with a top 40 hit. Damn. So this is Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max. <laughs> Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, I'm on my mind. Oh, she's hot but a psycho, so left but she's right though. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, I'm on my mind. She'll make you curse, but she a blessing. She'll rip your shirt, but then a second you'll be coming back, back for second with your play. You just can't. Oh my god, this is the first thing we've listened to so far that I would actually listen to. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a new thing. <laughs> Five oh, <yeah>. stars. <laughs> what a refreshing, yeah. what a refreshing sound to my ears. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, five stars. My, uh, actually, before I even knew that she went to our high school, my roommate played me this song, and I was like, that's a pretty catchy song. Yeah. Um, the reason I know about it, and I said we're gonna stop doing visual stuff, so we're not gonna review Chris Rosa, but, uh, he's like one of the head writers at Glamour Magazine, and he interviewed her. Uh, and so I read that when he posted it on Facebook, and that's why I know all the stuff about her, like hating being at Lexington High School. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. I can relate to that. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'd like her music if she talks about hating being at Lexington High School. <laughs> that's her, her song next was called Lexington High School sucks. <laughs> and by psycho, I mean every guy at Lexington High School, especially Paul. <laughs> no, except for that one kid. He was kind of cool. <laughs> I think his name was. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> we really let that go yeah. in a weird direction <laughs> that we're gonna have to cut out a lot of. So might be good to end with the actual person, actual person who got famous. Uh, Did Drake Vaughn ever? Uh...
Oh shit! Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find some some Drake music. Um, I'm not sure if he ever like made any of his own music or if he just he did. He sent it to me before. Um, I don't think Phil ever told Drake directly, but his reaction to the song was he sounds like a whale. <laughs> In case we don't get anything from Drake, uh, do you want to do anything off of memory? No, I can't remember it. Okay, no, hold on. He said, oh God, probably. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to send it to me. Uh, I thought him doing the cover band stuff was really fun. That was the first time I was able to get into a bar underage because they just I just went in with them. It was a fun night. I have good memories of it. And I remember... Oh, he's going to send me some stuff. Okay. Nice. I remember him doing an open mic at USC. And uh, he did uh, Shiny Teeth by uh, on the Fairly, the Fairly Odd Parents song. And he did uh, a cover of... Uh, Fergie's like Big Girls Don't Cry or whatever. He also did Angelina by Pine Grove, which was really good. Okay, hold up. So this is his band, The Rutland Revival, when he was with them. So if you guys want to hear a little bit of this, Drake Vaughn, I think, just plays guitar on this. But uh, let's see. Here we go. Sifting through the madness, I'm sifting through the madness in my mind. Holding on to reason, believe me if you could. But hold on, I've got to plug myself up to the telephone line. Alright, you guys ready to rate that? Adam gives that one forward cap to backwards cap. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad because I like Drake. Yeah. But. I thought it, what's so funny to me is uh, Drake's such a, a tiny little boy, but like because the singer is a different guy, he sounds like a 40-year-old man. And so it's just so funny to think of Drake being in a band with like a 40-year-old dude. I'm going to get this clean real quick. I'm going to give that one three stars. Uh, as Drake said, it not a goo, but it pleased the crowd at the five points bars. Yeah. 3.1 because, you know, I'm a better friend than Drake than. Uh, 3.5 stars. I'll go 5.1, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, the guitar playing was the best part, in my opinion. Yep. Anything else to say about that? And you want you guys want to do a roundup of the art that we saw today and uh, what we think about our fellow uh, high school cohort and how they're doing in the world right now, making music, making art? Keep on trying. I was uh, overly critical, but you know, that's just me trying to be funny in a, an aggressive, mean way. You're really the Simon Cowell of this group, where I was, I think, the, uh, not the Paula Deen. Who's the other one? Um, Black Eye with Glasses? Yeah, right? Ray, Ray, Rudy Ray? I can't remember. Rudy Ray? There's no way. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but there's no way it was Rudy Ray. Yeah, so I will say my big fact for this episode is definitely, like, Understand that if you are listening to this because somebody from Lexington High School who listens to this podcast tipped you off that we were clearly talking about you, I hate myself more than anybody yeah. and this, and I hate this podcast more than any other art. I'll kill ever myself. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> A new third segment. So I would personally say, don't take it too personally. We should have done it by like slits that you would have given yourself if you had to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One.
horizontal. <laughs> uh, my no cap is um, y'all keep doing what you're doing, man. You guys are doing good. Yeah, uh, a lot of you are not doing good, and I would encourage you to stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, you can keep creating art. You don't have to put out your, like, mm. sticks for $44. <laughs> God, that one really got to Adam. If you genuinely think it's art, keep it to yourself, man. Yeah. And don't give financial advice. And uh, don't don't delete any stuff you put up on the internet, because it's fun for us to be able to go back and see it. Yeah, that's, that's why this podcast is sticking up forever, baby. All right, good. All right thank you for coming on, Adam. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. You know, I'm not used to listening to this portion of the show, so I'm not, not used to it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then add the Arctic Monkeys in here. Landed in a very common crisis Everything's in order in a black hole Nothing seems to put it in the past though A bloody Mary's like an El Tabasco Remember when you used to be a rascal Oh, the boys are slag The best you ever had The best you ever had Is just